Hello everyone and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. This podcast is being brought to you by Elite Vacation Homes. If you need a home in the Central Florida area to visit Walt Disney World, Universal Studios, SeaWorld, or any of the other attractions in Central Florida, contact Elite Vacation Homes at EliteVacationHomes.com. show is also being brought to you by David's Vacation Club Rentals. If you want to try any of the DVC resorts for really, really good prices, staying at the Boardwalk, Old Key West, Polly, Grand Floridian, Saratoga Springs, any of the DVC resorts, contact David's at DVCByRequest.com. Show is also being brought to you by Scooter Vacations. If you need a scooter for anything in the Central Florida area, contact our friends at Scooter Vacations at scootervacations.com. And last but not least, if you need to book a trip anywhere in the world, and especially Walt Disney World, contact me at American Tourist Travel, and we will help you out with all your travel needs. So that's it, guys. We're going to hop on the train and head on over to the pub. Your attention, please. The Walt Disney World Railroad, now boarding for a scenic trip around the Magic Kingdom. Board. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the WDW Main Street Podcast. I'm joined, as always, by my good buddy, John, on the run. How you doing, Johnny? I'm cruising. Cruising and losing. Well, you sound absolutely beautiful. The voice is great. And in about a half hour, you'll be snap, crackling, and popping. So let's talk some Disney. <laughs> All right, let's do it. So who won the championship in our league, John, first of all, in our football league? You know what? I don't know. I haven't checked. I thought your beautiful wife did. Oh, well, Let me if double she did, check. She didn't tell me yet. She didn't tell me yet. Let so. me double check to see who won our. That's what I. I meant to bring it up last week. Dude, two of my other leagues. I'm the number one scorer in both leagues by like hundreds of points. Like over 201, 100 in the other one, and uh, all my whole team gets COVID, and I lose both leagues. Ain't that wonderful? Yeah, it's the way things go. It's the way the cookie crumbles, isn't it? My cookie always crumbles that way, dude. <laughs> Let's see league standings. Uh, wait, league schedule and playoff brackets. I don't like. Uh, I don't like the way this one worked out. Yeah, it looks like Lisa beat Pat in the finals. Well, well, I'll have to tell her about it when we get home. She probably didn't even know it was the last week or something. She's probably anticipating uh, this week still to go or something. Yeah, Pat was 13-1. and one. And, like, our two-week thing, like, what screwed me up, too, with Lisa? And I'm not even making excuses here. I didn't realize it was a two-week playoff. So I didn't even – I left guys out in the second round. I got screwed up. I didn't realize it was two weeks in our league. Yeah, so she yeah. beat me 306 to 201, but I didn't change any lineups, if you get what I'm right, saying. Right, right, yeah. So, but she kicked my butt, and then she beat Pat in the finale. Uh, unless there's one more week. Yeah, there is. I think there's there you one, go. I think there's one more week, but she's up on Pat by 20 points. Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought this week counted, too, towards, uh, towards it. So. Yeah, well, that's stupid. Week 18 counting for anything in our leagues. But anyway, good luck to both. I, Needless to say, I 100% hope Lisa wins. Nothing against you, Pat, but I'm rooting for Lisa. <laughs> I'm just kidding. 
Go uh, get them, girl. Love both you guys. So, but uh, I have a little bone to pick, John. I, with, oh. with, with and I know we we're a Disney podcast. We do talk about everything, right? And I, I I got some really nice things for Christmas. I'm trying to set up a new podcast deal for us so we can record by a phone via phone, as as they say. But I'm in depot before we got on this on this phone call because I had to pick up some things. And if you ever watching these videos or know how you watch TikTok videos and different videos, and it's and it, it this has been happening for a couple weeks now. The scum that are out there that load their carts up with tools and push them out of the Home Depot and make the people that work at Home Depot stop them. Like literally, John, they're wearing masks. They're going in with a shopping cart. They're taking all the power tools off the shelf, filling a cart full of them, and just walking out the door without paying. Yeah, that's that uh, flash mob uh, theft ring thing that's going on all over the place. They're doing it in jewelry stores. They're doing it in uh, well, Home Depots, Lowe's. And yeah, all over the fucking well, place. Uh, and I, and I, they're absolute scumbags in my opinion because what they're doing to me is now, now I go to my Home Depot and now hey, like I go to buy a tool. I got to see what kind of RPM it has. I want to see what it comes with. Now all the tools now are locked behind a case and I got to wait for a home. Now you know how... First of all, nobody wants to work anymore in this country. Everybody wants everything for free. But when you finally can go to somewhere there's people who are working, John, do you know how hard it is to get somebody in Home Depot to come help you now because they're so understaffed? It got, hell, it was hard to begin with. I can yes. imagine how hard it is now. I mean, none of, uh, nothing against Home Depot or Lowe's, but they are not the most customer-friendly folks in the world. No. So. They're, most of them are, none of them don't know, the, I'd say, I won't say none of them, but 75% of them don't even know the department they're working in. If you have to, if you ask them what a shark bite is, they'll say, once I was at the ocean, I almost got bit by a shark. <laughs> you know what, and if they do know what they're doing, they're pissed off that they have to now work at Home Depot instead of actually being a master plumber or something like that. So then they act all snobby towards you because you don't know, you know, everything that they know. So it, yeah, and, it, it's one of the two. It really is, honestly. And then they even get snottier when you know more than them. That's when they really don't <laughs> that like would be, it. That would be pretty good. Yeah, well, I usually do, thank goodness. But anyway, <laughs> I'm in there, and, and I needed a tool a couple weeks ago, and I, I, I wanted it out of the case. I'm literally spending – I'm waiting a half hour for somebody to come unlock it for me. Now, so now because of the scum of the earth that are robbing, now it's costing people like me. When you're working for a living, John, you spend an extra hour in Home Depot. Does that take money out of my pocket? I imagine so. So, again, the people that get up every day, do the right thing, go to work, pay their bills, pay their taxes, we're the ones that constantly pay for these people. Am I wrong? You got it. So, I just wanted to vent. I mean, I I think whatever tools is in the basket, the people from Home Depot should be able to take them out and beat them with them. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Sounds fun. But, anywho, that's my vent of the week of the show. That's pub talk, John. And I'm glad you agree with me. There you go. So, you know, an uh, interesting thing happened to me on the way into work the other day, Doug. Mm -hmm. So I got onto Disney property, and it's 530 in the morning. It's uh, uh, still oh, hold really, on. Let's really... paint the picture, John. Sun's coming up. No, going no, through actually, the main it's, gate. Still, it's pitch dark right now. It's pitch dark, right? Well, then you Sun's... get to see all the beautiful lights of Disney. I'm just trying yeah. to wax poetically well, all right well 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 it, it, the point is it was dark is what I'm, the, the point is so it's dark i i come around to turn onto uh world drive and over beside me is just thousands of what appear to be zombies uh lurching down the road 
Let me and... see runners in the in the marathon. <laughs> I didn't know if they were the Walking Dead that had made their way down from Georgia, or if it was uh, the Inferi that uh, Voldemort had brought back from the dead. Because yeah. I saw near the, you know, I'm I'm when I'm driving by, it's near the end of the race, and these poor these poor guys, they did not look like they wanted to be there anymore. So. No, no, they uh, had they had no legs left. They were running like peg leg. Oh my goodness, they peg, so tired. Yeah, peg leg. They all had uh, peg leg. Just, just the Walking Dead. I mean, the the shuffling, uh, bumbling. <laughs> yeah. So, but yeah, that was uh, that was on the 10K day. I uh, saw a little bit of the 5K. This morning was the half marathon. Oh my goodness! Here's your tip of the week, Doug. If you're staying, if first of all, I wouldn't go on marathon weekend. No. I just wouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Second of all, if you have to go on marathon weekend. This would be the weekend you want to just go ahead and sleep in. Mm. Um, don't plan on rope dropping. You know, go ahead and sleep in until 10 o'clock. You get up at 10 o'clock, you're at the parks at 11 o'clock, you won't even know anything happened. Um, but if you have to get up and you have to rope drop, if you're staying at a Magic Kingdom resort, that would be Wilderness Lodge, Contemporary, Polynesian, or the Grand Floridian, go to the Magic Kingdom. Don't plan on going to Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios or, God forbid, Epcot on that day. Just don't do it. It's 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 a mistake. Um, if you are staying anywhere else on property that's not a Magic Kingdom resort, go to any of the other parks except for Epcot and the Magic Kingdom. You'll have a uh, quick bus service and you'll get over there in no time. Just don't even attempt to go to the Magic Kingdom until afternoon uh, if you're staying anywhere else on property. It was it was just horrendous traffic. So and I sat through it three times to get to the Contemporary. The first time to get to the Contemporary. I had to go to the uh, Ticket and Transportation Center. They had a special area for our buses to pick up. I couldn't even get over to the Contemporary. So those folks had to get on a monorail, take the monorail from the Contemporary to the TTC, get off, and then walk over to where the buses were picking up to take you to Hollywood Studios. So it was it was a giant pain for those folks. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I just wouldn't do it. No, and, and the only way I would do it is if, like, the beautiful Judith or somebody we really knew was going to run in it, and I wanted to be there for her, if you follow me, to support. But to just pick a weekend, I'm not coming down during marathon. It's one of my do not do not enter. I'm not no. coming nowhere near it, John. So Yeah, yeah, and, uh, you know, uh, from what I saw today, it is uh, COVID what uh, down here <laughs> in Florida? Because <laughs> there were thousands and i mean thousands of people uh running in that half marathon this morning and they were pretty much right on uh, granted it is outside so but they're pretty much right on top of each other so i i I, yeah yeah full full steam ahead bar bar the barn door (laughs) (laughs) covid what and then Uh, this is also my problem with with the whole disney deal with where i think that yeah and again before anybody emails, texts me, yells, screams at me, I got, I'm vaccinated, and I, and my family is. But everybody has the right to choose. That's what this beautiful country is built on. Correct, John? Is that what we could say, right? You, ha- you have the right to choose, but yeah, you also have the right to not work if you yeah, don't. A hundred percent vaccinated. So. so the where I think is hypocritical though is, is, and and I'm defending you, and I'm not defending you. So all these opinions right now are by Doug Davis, not John Peters. <laughs> I don't understand how they'll make all the employees at the parks be vaccinated. Am I correct, John? Or you lose your job or you have to be tested? Is it every week? How's that work? 
Uh, no, it was pretty much mandatory. Uh, okay. I, I, I don't even remember if there was a testing option. I mean, that would get way too expensive anyway to be tested every week. So, no, no as far as I knew, the uh, union actually bent and said, uh, yeah, sure. Uh, okay. So, yeah. I had a couple of uh, friends, one one older woman from the Lion King show that I worked with that she, she ended up quitting because she didn't want to get vaccinated. So. Okay, and, and that's her right. And our jobs now with this whole OSHA thing that's going through or the president wants to do is – Anybody on our jobs that don't want to be vaccinated had to be tested once a week at their own expense. So it's going to cost them over 100 And I don't even want to go into all that because I could go into things. All, and this ain't, total, this ain't a political podcast. We're talking about Disney, so this is the part we're going to talk about. I don't understand how Disney is so up in arms about every one of their employees being vaccinated. Well, then anybody that enters, if that's their stance, then I think it's hypocritical to let people in the park that aren't vaccinated and take their money. I wish. I wish we had, could uh, in, ensure that everybody here was Well, vaccinated. make them show a card. Put it on their phone. Make it digitalized. And as you're going through the gates, you got to show that you're vaccinated. Well, my that point would be is, fine with me. But my, that's my point, though. Like, you're all worried about you're going to fire cast members for not being vaccinated, but you got got 100 people in line for Rise of the Resistance that aren't. That don't yeah. want to wear a mask outside. Am I wrong, John? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have to wear them inside. But, yeah, as soon as you're outside, nobody's wearing I mean, no, nobody's wearing them. So. No, you can't check into my hotel if you're not vaccinated. If you really want to stand on that, on that, you want to really stand on that principle, then nobody should be allowed to stay in the hotels that aren't vaccinated. They should have a hundred percent vax property. Well, it, unless it, there's a doctor's note that says you don't have to be. Part of it, Doug, is the fact that we we work in Florida. We work in Florida, and it's a right to work state. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, but how come Disney with- ain't the right to work? Uh, well, it is. Uh, you, 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 it's the right to fire you if you don't uh, do what they want to do. Want you to exactly, do. but they all should yeah. have the right not to. Like, they'll take your money if you're not vaccinated, but they won't pay you if you're not vaccinated. Is the bottom <laughs> line, which I yeah. so I don't understand it. Like, you'll let 200 people in a whole fam, a whole party, non-vaxxers into your parks, but you'll fire somebody that doesn't want to be vaccinated. It, it's just wrong to me. Yeah, it should be. It should be uh, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. Yes, a hundred percent. I'm not, and I'm not trying to be dug on my soapbox here. It just makes no sense to me. With yeah, uh, I, I honestly wish, uh, uh, wish it was a requirement. Uh, I would, I'd be a much happier cast member. I mean, uh, you know, I've got the booster, I've got all the vaccination, I even got my flu shot, everything. So I'm, I'm prepared. I just, I wish everybody else was. I hate to say it, but I will. As responsible as I am. Exactly. And I guarantee you, John, how many people a day do you get on your bus and and not to be smart that have their mask down under protecting their chin and not their mouth or nose? Uh, before they get on the bus, I ask them to put it on. But that then you look in the mirror and it's gone. Yeah, yeah, five minutes into the bus ride, they, they pretty much do whatever the hell they want. I'm not going to stop the bus. To, exactly. To, but, I mean, we do have altercations. I haven't, fortunately, but... Uh, there's been a couple of altercations on the buses with uh, people getting mad at other guests that don't have their mask on and, and the driver having to get involved and calling security and the whole damn thing. So, yeah, yes. it, it's just a mess. A hundred percent because they've already proven with your problem with the straw, they're not going to defend you. So if you you got to pick and choose your battles, you're you're just going to sit there and you're going to tell them to put their mask on. But. Once they're on the bus, you're not gonna. You're, it ain't worth it to you to constantly be on them. And I guarantee you, I bet you half the people on your bus pull their mask down and don't put it back up. Oh yeah, well they get on 
first of all, you're not supposed to eat or drink on the bus anyway, but people do, of, of course. Mm-hmm. And so you get on, and I'm not going to, I mean, if somebody just got, got out of the park and they've got a full Starbucks, I'm not that guy that's going to make you throw away that Starbucks. Yeah, see, and I am, and that's why, coffee drink. and <laughs> I am, and that's why Brenda said I'm not allowed to drive the bus, because she said, <laughs> she said, Doug, your bus would never move. You'd be back there pulling mask up, you'd be taking sodas out of their hands, you'd be, give me that popcorn, <laughs> you'd be, popcorn. but I'm that guy, because I do that to myself even. John, I can't break rules at all because I, 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 it's my own OCD if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. But, yeah. You know, and that's the problem, and that, and that's my whole thing in a nutshell. I don't understand how they're gonna make you fight and choose your battles, and you got to You got to sit on the bus. You got to be vaccinated, but you're allowed to let 55 people on your bus that might not be vaccinated out of each trip. Am I wrong? No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, so they don't want to protect you. It's it's bull is what it is. It's hypocrisy at its finest. Well, honestly, I mean, it, it, I, I understand your point, but I got vaccinated long before Disney even came out with their rules that you were going to have to get vaccinated. 100%. I did it to protect myself because 100%. I knew I was going to be working with a lot of people that don't want to get vaccinated. So I did it as soon as possible. So I mean, 100 percent. And I have a and, lot of friends, though, that I've talked about that are younger. That want to have kids, and there hasn't they they feel like this hasn't been out long enough to prove that it won't do anything to them. And I can't tell them it will or will not. Can you? No, but I can't. I, I I'm not going to spend my entire life worrying about things like that. I either. understand, I mean, but that's me and you. But nah. there's other people that worry about everything. I know people that that read the backs of John. Until I met my wife, I didn't even know there was a calorie counter on the back. or tell you how much sodium or sugar or whatever in there. But my I remember wife, those innocent days. You remember those innocent days? Yeah, I didn't look at anything. My wife, there is not a thing that she picks up without reading the back of the package. Me, I look at the front and say, mm, good. I don't care what's in it. But she does. And there's a lot of pe- My wife is vaccinated. But my point is there's a lot of people that worry. They pay attention to everything. But the bottom line is I just feel bad for you that you got to deal with. You have no idea who's vaxxed or who's not on your bus. Yeah, yeah. I, I wish, honestly, everybody would just get the shot. But, I mean, Doug, we're to, we're to the point, especially here in Florida, we're chicken poxing it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it, I don't know about you, but I grew up in the 70s, and I remember my mom dragging me to a kid's house when I was about six years old because the kid had chicken pox. <laughs> and she didn't want to fart around and me catch it when I was a teenager or anything like that. And she's like, no, you get it now. Get over, get it over with, get done with it, and uh, so they had a chicken pox party, and I think about four of us catch, caught it from that kid, and we were out of school for three or four days, and then you're fine. Yeah. So, and, I, and actually, don't I scratch. And how many pock marks you have? I have two or oh, three. Oh, I've got six of them across my eyebrows from where I scratched. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yep. Yep. Yeah, I got mine but, from my stinking cousins. Yeah, and I, I, well, I think that's where I think that's where Florida is now. They just pretty much effort and we're just gonna everybody's gonna get it so yeah well we're we're all we're all protect this protect that we're just as bad as you are john it's it's everywhere this this new one i i I mean there's a guy on my job that i could like i think i said this before he's our laborer if i had a if i had a police artist and they said you need to draw him i would i could only draw him from the nose up because i've never seen the kid's face and he got it it just, it just, I think it is what it is. Everybody, if you're going to get it or you're not at this point. Yeah, or you've already had it. Yeah, and didn't know it. Honestly, Doug, I've been driving the bus for a year by myself now, six days, six, seven, mostly, mostly six days a week, sometimes seven days a week. 
I've driven thousands, probably tens or even hundreds of thousands of people by now. If I haven't had it, they're just, uh, come on, I've had to have had it one time. Yep. You know, I mean, it's physically impossible to not have had it. So. No, and I and I know it. Like I mean, like you got school teachers now refusing to go to work. It's like we all have to work. I don't I don't understand it. Go to work, or don't get. No. Or don't, you know, you, I don't know what to say anymore. It's like it, 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 we all have to work. You're working, aren't you, John? I have been for a long time. Uh, it was funny. I listened to a report a couple of weeks ago, and normally I don't agree with a lot of stuff, a lot of uh, things that you say about stuff like this. But this one I have to. Uh, there was a woman. It was on, and she was on. It was in NBC Nightly News or something, and it was a little five-minute segment. And she was uh, not, hadn't been back to work yet because she was, she was scared about COVID, and she wanted to find a uh, stay-at-home job. Well, not every job trans, well, not your, not every skill set transfers to staying at home. Mm-hmm. I've been a, a truck driver and a delivery driver and a warehouse worker my entire life. That does not translate to staying at home. I'm sorry. It just doesn't. Mm. It is what it is. Mm. And I'm pretty sure you, Doug, as a drywaller and, and general contractor, that probably doesn't con- that doesn't translate. I, I am well in your home. home. I am in your home. Yes. So, no. I mean, not every job out there is going to – and she couldn't find a job, and she was still sitting on unemployment because she couldn't find – well, I'm sorry, honey. Your skill set doesn't transfer to you staying no. at home. It is no. what it is, you know? I mean, no, it's, it's like, well – so what's going to happen with the teachers? And and if it does, I see. I'm a taxpayer. They haven't been in school half the time. My taxes keep going up. My school taxes going up every year, which I believe in paying for my future. The kids are our future. I, I I'm paying it. But the point is, if you're not going to be there, so they better be careful what they wish for. Because what would stop the di- school districts in the entire country from saying we're going to have a first grade teacher? that records you want them all the kids to stay home because it ain't fair to all the parents that have to go to work if you understand what i'm saying you were paid to watch it's your job now you got kids i have godsons and all that are they have nowhere to put their kids because their kids are supposed to be in school they have to work to pay these extreme school taxes am i wrong john you have to have a job to pay for your taxes <laughs> it's a catch-22 yeah yeah, yeah it's catch-22 you got you got... <laughs> yeah but the bottom line is it's like I don't understand, like, they, they're going to be careful what they wish for, because what's going to happen is they're going to have a teacher for kindergarten through 12th grade, 12th grade, that'll just Skype it or Zoom it all. So why why pay 20,000 teachers and you could have one, for, and then everybody will have the same exact education, am I wrong? It'll be self-checkout for teaching. Yeah, it'll be pretty much, this, uh, uh, you turn on the turn on the computer and every, everybody has Mrs. Brown. Yes, or you turn on your big flat screen. She has, Every teacher has their own classroom. They teach the curriculum for each grade. So everybody in the country has the same exact education. So there's no, 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 yours is better than mine. I don't think it should be that way. I think being having a personal experience with a teacher and being in the classroom and being around other kids is great. But apparently a lot of these teachers don't feel that way anymore. They want to stay home now. They never want to go back to work. And it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So let's get into food studios lineup, Johnny. Uh, you are you going to go over to the Festival of the Arts? No, uh, I don't think we'll be doing anything at Disney until our vacation. No, oh, okay. Well, do you want to read the me- want me to read the menus to you, John? Sure, sounds good. Just in case, you never do know when I might get a bug up my butt to go uh, adventure. 
No. And, and before we get into this, let me preface this by saying I love school teachers. I work for a lot of them. I think they all should be in school, and I think they're the best thing that our children could have. But the longer you stay away, the more you put more self-checkouts in the stores the, and you let it happen, it's going to happen. And I'm worried about them losing jobs if you get my point, John. Yeah. That's the point. The more you continue to teach from home, why do you need 12 teachers then to teach from home? Why can't one just teach everybody? It, 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 does it, it make sense, John? It would, yeah. So, But I don't want it to happen. But I think the longer you stay home, you know, it's going to end. And I don't want it to end. I think kids need to be in school and kids need to have interaction with other children and their teachers. So, anywho... Now off the bar banter into Disney talk. Food Studios menu lineup for 2022 Epcot International Festival of the Arts. Uh, what do we have here? Pop Eats near the entry. Pop Eats has a tomato soup with grilled cheese. Have you got the tomato soup and the grilled cheese yet, John? I haven't had it there, but I did have it when they, you know, the place they used to taste track when it was there. And it was really, really good. It had a, a fantastic tomato bisque. This one sounds awesome, John, too. Tomato, there's a tomato soup with a regular grilled cheese. And then there's the creme de la creme one. Tomato soup with bacon, apple, and brie grilled cheese. That sounds pretty good, don't it? I believe that was the one I had, and it was. It was very, very good. Uh, I, I, I'm, I might ride down, John, to get that with you. I you might what? make Maybe you go I to could... the park. See, see, something like that I could just grab one day after I work, right? Yeah. I won't have to spend the entire day there. No. Maybe uh, get... Yeah, maybe in the next couple of weeks we could send you over there and we could do a little report Snacky on poop. it. Yeah. Almond, frang... Almond frangipan cake layered with raspberry jam and Belgium chocolate, pop art modern, des modern design sugar cookie, and then a figment premium popcorn bucket with rainbow popcorn, John. I think you might be going over to get Lisa a figment popcorn bucket. Uh, if it's a figment one, yeah, she might have to have it. But I would probably have to take it over and get it filled full of maple popcorn from uh, Canada. So. Well, give get a bag and give the rainbow to a kid. Like, give him some free popcorn, John. You know what, Doug? That's a great idea. But as uh, speaking as a parent, if some stranger comes up to me and offers my son anything to eat, I'm probably going to say no. <laughs> See, what I would do is I would buy it. See, this is how it operates, so I wouldn't be creepy. I would be buying it and see a family standing there or wait for a family and call them over and have them fill, say I want the bucket and just fill a bag and give it to the family. That's how I would handle okay. it. All right. That's how you play it. All yes. Right. I wouldn't just go, hey, little kid, you want my <laughs> popcorn? Hey, no. Hey, hey there, little boy. You want, uh, you want a bag of popcorn? Huh? No, yeah. no, no. Homie ain't going to play it that way. I would go up with parents and all, here, I don't eat this. You're, my wife wants the popcorn bucket, but I don't want to throw the popcorn in the back. And get a load of this. I'm really trying to get some brownie points. She likes the maple popcorn, so I don't want to throw this away. Could so would you like it? That's how I would handle it. Yeah, I see. I see. Yeah, you're gonna have with a little bit of, you know, a little bit of class here, John. The deconstructive dish, which I don't like. The, we've talked about this before. Do you like deconstructed stuff, John? No, uh, there's a reason they constructed it. Is what I always yes. assume. Yes. <laughs> I, I mean, they were chefs. They made this because there's a reason for it. Dude, right? I'm so. a general contractor. You think I'd start selling deconstructed houses? I'm going to sell you this house all apart. You put Doug, it together. What would, what would my deconstructed bus look like? Everybody on the outside lifting the bus up and carrying it? Yes. <laughs> yes. 
Yeah. It's crazy, dude. Anyhow, deconstructed BLT. This does sound good, though, John. BLT, deconstructed BLT, crispy pork belly, soft poached egg, brioche, watercress, espuma, and a tomato jam. That does sound good, the crispy be pork belly with the soft poached egg. But where does the egg come into the B and the L and the T? Uh, B-E-L-T. Yes. Belt. Belt. And <laughs> I'm going to whip you with it, Johnny. Yeah, it's a belt. Okay, John. How do you figure this one out? You got to put it in your pockets? Deconstructed French onion soup. <laughs> okay, the uh, onions are over here. Here's yeah. the water. Uh, and the beef broth is here. And here's some croutons. Yeah. You, you might as well just go get yourself some... Uh, what, what's that stuff called? Uh, all the kids in college eat it. The, the Roman noodles. Roman noodles. Roman noodles. Yeah. noodles. Yeah, call this Roman noodle French onion soup. There you go. Uh, you get the... Beef broth ravioli, a Gruyere espuma, onion bread pudding, and an onion texture. Onion textures. I mean, I mean, I don't get it, John. I'm trying to see the picture here, and I ain't even making sex. And then deconstructed key lime pie, John. Flexible key lime curd, key lime mousse, graham cracker cake. When, uh, what is it? A wonderful walk of colorful cuisine, it's called. With It has meringue in it, too, John. Uh-huh. And, and then beverages. Deconstructed apple pie a la mode. Apple cinnamon gelato, cinnamon apple cider, apple pie filling, and strudel. I mean, come on. And then you got a brown ale. It's like, the brown ale is like, remember in high school? I mean, in school, not high school, but maybe with me how dumb I was in high school. But in school, how you'd pick the one that didn't belong. You got all this deconstructive stuff, and at the end of the menu, it says in brown ale. All it is is brown <laughs> ale, John. Uh, Deco Square de along with all the circles. Yes. Deco Delights near Port of Entry. Uh, Deluce chocolate mousse with chocolate and dark chocolate truffles. A decadent, what is it, Valharana. Chocolate with dark mousse and chocolate brownie. I'm not getting any of that. This is the one that me and you would uh, really like. The Craftsman Courtyard, John, near Disney's Traders. Near Disney Trader, and it's new. It's a whole new uh, booth. It has a cast iron roasted PEI mussels with sautéed tomatoes, garlic, and fresh herbs, John. That's all you with, with two pieces of uh, toast next to it. That sounds really good. Yes, and this, dude, I get both of these. This sounds really good, too. Cast iron seared steelhead trout with parsley salad, grape tomatoes, kalamata olives, capers, and a lemon aioli. Dude, it looks like a piece of salmon on this plate. It looks so good. Yeah, that sounds really good, too. Yeah, sometimes you find a really good piece of uh, trout. It is every bit as good as uh, a fresh uh, salmon, so... I'm all in, John. I was actually drinking. I thought you were going to continue a little oh, longer. Oh, sorry. Yeah, well, sorry. Sorry. Yeah, no, that sounds fantastic. Now, the picture of this really looks good. Both of those look awesome, John. The mussels and the trout. So maybe we got to get you over to get the mussels and the trout. I'd be just disappointed if you get over there and you get, like, two mussels. They better give me at least, what, dude, eight, six, they, eight. Yeah, like. they look like they got eight or ten in here, dude. I all can right. see the bowl. Right. And two nice pieces of brioche. The bread. Soak up all that, that goodness. No, oh, yeah. One. I'll be like the guy on My Cousin Vinny. You ever see My Cousin Vinny? 
You know what? You keep telling me about that movie, and I've seen portions of it. I guess I need to find it sometime and watch it. Dude, my wife, my mother-in-law, and my sister-in-law were all laughing at it Christmas Eve here. They couldn't. Donna had never seen it. She couldn't believe how funny it was. But I don't know if you ever remember when he's counting the bushes. One, two. I'm counting the muscles. One, two, three, <laughs> four, five, six. Seven. It looks like you get eight muscles, John. All right, that's bad. That's not bad. No. It doesn't have any price, so we really can't even judge. Now yeah, that, well, that might be bad if it's $28. Yes. Uh, refreshment Outpost, which I'll tell you, the picture looks really good of this, but plant-based bratwurst, John. Now, like, like, why would you even want a plant-based? I mean, like, either eat bratwurst or don't. Like, why do you – like, what I don't get is all the people don't want to eat good, uh, bad food for you. Why do you want your new – your why do you want your good food shaped like the bad food? <laughs> Why do you want it to resemble it? Why wouldn't you make a new food? Am I wrong? You you have a certain point. I yeah. Mean, uh, and why do you call it what what's the bad food? You yeah. Know? I mean, call it call it something else. Call it a a a, a, a plant tofu, or whatever. Tofuinator or something. Yes. I don't know, but yeah. Why you got to you like I when I see you're confusing me. See, you're just trying to piggyback. This is like. They should be sued for, like, uh, what, what is it called? Copyright laws or something Copyright like that. Copyright infringement. Yes. I mean, plant-based bratwurst with spicy turmeric aioli, a coffee coffee barbecue jackfruit and slaw. I, I don't even know if I want jackfruit with some coffee on a spicy turmeric aioli. I mean, it looks really good, but... It's a bratwurst, John. I mean, what is it? Like, why are you making plant, plant-based bratwurst? Tell me. Just leave the bratwurst. The bratwurst is not. It's a very good. It's very good tasting. We know it's not good for us. So, but don't try to make it right by calling it the same thing. Being plant based. Artist palette jumbo chocolate chip cookie is also what you can get here. Pastro de pastoral palette palat Germany or palate Germany. What you'll like this, John? Red wine braised beef short rib. With parsnip puree, broccolini, baby tomatoes, and aged balsamic. Looks really good, John. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. That needs a hunk of bread or something with it. And oh dude, listen to this one. Now this is what this is what a real man would say he ate that day. Wild boar cassolette with duck confit, ham hock. And wild boar sausage, John. Now, that doesn't sound like a country boy be eating that, don't it? That sounds like the hunt, hunt, what would they call it? The huntsman surprise or yeah. something, right? Yeah, you I go feel You go into some little tavern in uh, uh, Berlin or something and order the huntsman, yes. <laughs> the huntsman special. Dude, I've been, I did a, I watched Yellowstone over the holiday. I did the Yellowstone binge and watched all the seasons. And uh, that sounds like something. Hey, Hoss, let's go on the back 40. We're going to have some wild boar cousselette with duck confit and a ham hock with a wild boar sausage. I mean, I, I, I never even – I can't even imagine this being on Disney property. <laughs> Do you ever see any, think of any wild boar while you're at Epcot, John? Uh, actually, yeah. Uh, the, one of the companies I used to work for, uh, we delivered – it was called Culinary Classics, and they had a lot of – big game animals um yeah we had uh, all kinds of funky stuff like ostrich uh, uh emu uh, and uh a lot of wild boar and it was actually one of it was either the grand floridian 
uh, I mean, uh, Victorian Alberts or uh, California Grill. Yeah, I could see or it at the Citricus that had wild boar. Okay, but, I could see yeah. it too over at the Wilderness Lodge over at the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that would, they, that would they fit. Got an elk, so. No, they also had buffalo over there for. Yeah, yeah. yeah so. Or bison, bison. But anyway, then you go from a wild boar cassolette to an opera cake, an opera cake. I mean, not Oprah. Sorry, it's an opera cake. <laughs> opera cake. You get a cake. And you, you get a cake, cake and you get a cake. cake. But you all got to pay your own taxes on it. <laughs> uh, but anyway, opera cake with omelet. It has an omelet, a chocolatey coffee, buttercream, and a chocolate ganache. But I, I, all kidding aside, dude, that red. The red wine braised beef short rib and the wild boar sounds really good. I would try both of them, wouldn't you, John? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's the, German, Germany, and and it's nice. There you go, Doug. Uh, as our buddy Bob, who loves to point out, Germany for the food and wine festival does not seem to get outside their comfort zone. This actually sounds totally different than it's not bratwurst on a pretzel roll. So you know. No, it's awesome, dude. I I, I want to take a trip down to try this, this these pops. offerings here. Much props. The artist table, America. Beef Wellington, John. Ah, oh, crap. Now we ruined it. Now I'm going to have to take Lisa. <laughs> yeah, ever, beef. Since, ever since we watched Hell's Kitchen, we've never been to a, uh, a place where they actually had Beef Wellington because it's, it's kind of an outdated item, you know? I mean, where do you go to find Beef Wellington anymore unless uh, you're at a very fine dining establishment it seems like something ordered in the 40s you know yeah. it's so. really good though i had it down at uh caesar's in atlantic city gordon that's where uh, i would see it there in vegas you yeah. know yeah yeah but so, I, they make it all the time in hell's kitchen so i know yep. he wants to try it so well they had the beef and dude you're gonna really want to go when i read this menu because dude i could i could really there's a lot of things i wanted this and there's less food like less offerings and food and wine but I like I like all the offerings here. Uh, you got beef Wellington with a mushroom duck cell, uh, prosciutto, and a puff pastry with a red wine demi glaze and baby vegetables. It really looks good, John. Yeah, that does sound good. But at the same booth, pan-seared scallops with vanilla butternut squash puree, brown buttered cauliflower puree. And a lime foam. That looks absolutely delicious, John. The scallop does. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. There goes all the budget right there. Yeah, surf and turf. Beef Wellington. And, yeah. Uh, yep. And, yep. You're, dude, you get the wild board Germany and that. Dude, these four plates, you'd be living large, John. Some mussels, some trout. Good God. Yeah, there's a lot of good food this time in there. Okay. Now more's coming, John. The Ch- Tangerine Cafe. Oh. They got this is different. Carrots three ways: barbecue spiced, Burberry spice grilled carrots, pickled carrots, and carrot ginger puree. That really looks good, though, John. I'm not a carrot fan, so I couldn't do it, and I just can't eat them. But and, and I've tried, I've tried repeatedly to make myself like them, and I can't do it. But it's nice to just see it carrots. We're not going to call it uh, uh, kebabs. And, and it yeah, carrots, it is. You know, the crazy thing at the end it says plant based. No shit. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, guys. But yeah. No. Uh, what, really? What they substitute uh, instead yeah. of carrots? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, 
And then they got these, which I would like to try them, uh, house-made crispy almond phyllo pockets with white chocolate pomegranate and milk chocolate orange. It really, They really look good to pastries, John. Because the way it looks, it would be one of those things which I think you would even like, that it doesn't look overly sweet by what the way it's showing it. Yeah, that does sound pretty tasty. And then vibre, Vibrete and Vivito and Canto Cocina between Morocco and France. House-made chorizo and potato empanada, John. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I love me some chorizo. Mm-hmm. With a turmeric aioli and, and, a, and an anadotto aioli, wonderful walk of colorful cuisine. And it has the corn in it, John. Oh, no, yeah. I'm sorry. My bad. The the next one, I the jump. Spicy a, a, a Jocko soup with... What is it? Why? I can't even read this. It's a chilled spicy chicken, potato, avocado, corn, and a creme fraiche. But it's like a soup. It's like a soup, John. It has corn on the cob and on it. It really. But it's cold? It's chilled? I don't think this is chilled. Okay, I thought you said chilled at the beginning. It's chili okay. spice. No, chili spiced chicken. Okay. Chili oh, spiced chicken. Gotcha. I was going to say that that sounds good until eating it cold. I don't know about that, but yeah, that, yeah, that sounds really good. Yeah, it really looked good, John. It really does. It kind of looks like, uh, how can I explain it? You know how you, you what, what's that, and to, and to, and to fade it you get with the corn or whatever? And like the, the, what did you get that's the, uh, it's from Louisiana that has like the corn on the cob with all the uh, seafood and all in it? Oh, you mean like the boils and stuff? Yes, yeah, so it kind of uh, looks yeah. like, yeah, it kind of looks like one of the boils. Okay. It really looks good. It really does. I, I definitely have to try it. Refreshment port near Canada has... This sounds interesting, Johnny. And I would like to try this too, man. I got it. We might have to take a weekend flight. A gnocchi. And I love gnocchi. A gnocchi poutine with a red wine braised beef. Cheese, curds, basil, and a burrata. Doesn't that sound good? That sounds fantastic, but you know the problem with that. Man, gnocchi and cheese and curd... And you better be, save room for that, or you're gonna be <laughs> stuffed. Because uh, I would eat the whole thing, and I'd be done probably. So. But it, it does sound good, don't it? Oh, it sounds fantastic. <laughs> potatoes and cheese, yeah, I'm in. No, oh, always. Uh, always in for cheese and potatoes, John. What do we have here next? What's next here, Johnny? Uh, and then you have the Ar- artist palette chocolate chip cookie, John. So it goes from the one great to not so great, John. And more cookies. And we got more over at Canada. The Gourmet Landscape. Gourmet Landscape. Oh, uh, this sounds pretty good, too. It has a blood orange braised beet carpaccio with mustard vinaigrette, pickled clamshell, mushrooms, and golden beets, and a crostini. And it... it that I would have to try that. It is plant-based, John, but I would have to try it with the crostini and all. With it, I like vegetables, don't you? I like vegetables, but I don't like them when they try to be meat. So, mm. but you know, no, this ain't be. This that sounds better than the uh, vegetable-based bratwurst. I yeah. have to say that. So. Well, it ain't telling you it's a hamburger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's telling you that it's a it's a braised beef, but it the, it really looks good. It the 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 presentation makes you want to try it, John. And uh, do you like roasted bone marrow, John? 
I've tried I tried that at the Yachtsman Steakhouse because I never had it before. I was underimpressed from what I thought I was okay. going to be. Uh, well, this is a roasted bone marrow with an onion marmalade, pickled mushrooms, a machi machea lettuce, and a bone marrow snow. And it's new. And then, John, I know you would want this. A wild mushroom risotto with aged Parmesan, truffled shavings, and a Zinfandel reduction. You in for that? Yeah, we're going to have to go. All right, so whatever I said at the beginning about not doing anything until our vacation is now out the freaking door because once I read this menu to Lisa, we'll be making plans probably for two weeks from now. So, yes, we're going to have to go. So. I'm sorry to ruin it for you, but yeah, you have to admit yeah, thanks, you have to admit there's some really good offerings at this. This uh, sounds better than the last uh, Flower and Garden Festival. This sounds better than the Food and Wine Festival. So, yeah, this, this sounds fantastic, actually. So. Yeah, I really, I actually like the last Flower and Garden Festival, the last couple Flower and Garden Festivals myself better than the Food and Wine. Yeah, I would, I would tend to agree. I mean, not only is the weather generally better because we're still, especially the time we go, we go in uh, March, April, and the weather is still really nice. Um, and Epcot's just absolutely gorgeous because there's flowers and plants everywhere. So all in all, and even I would, I would agree with you, the food was a little better than the last two couple of times so all in all the food the flower and garden festival is a much more enjoyable experience yeah i, I love anyway. yeah me and brenda i think we tried everything around the world remember we and brenda ate a lot at that last flower and yeah garden. yeah yeah y'all y'all did a couple of days over there so. yeah we did three i think we we tried everything dude. <laughs> yeah i know we tried something from every booth i will tell you that so uh, then they got the donut box. It's a vanilla donut, strawberry sugar, strawberry ice cream, fresh strawberries, and strawberry gel. I think it has strawberries in it, John. I think so. You have an inside-out donut. Uh, just give me a, a proper donut. Vanilla donut with a Bavarian cream. So what's the cream? So as I was saying, it's, uh, as you were going through those, the Rocky Mountain range, John. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, it's, it's called... Uh, an inside-out donut. It's vanilla donut with Bavarian cream. So what do they do? Give you a big pile of cream and the donut's in the center and they put it in your hand? I mean, what the heck? A little bit of pastry in the middle of a bunch of cream, I guess. Yes. Right? Uh, hopefully they give it to you in a bowl and they don't just hand it to you. <laughs> but a uh, chocolate-dipped donut with black and gold sugar sprinkles on it. I know you won't be going anywhere near there. And then they got over at the – it's Le Art de la Cuisine. It's, it's a France, over at France, the France Pavilion. You had a, a creme de brie and petite pan, warm, creamy brie, and a house-made bread ball, John. Yes, 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 please. <laughs> Cheese looks, and bread. Mm, yeah, mm. It really looks delicious. And then they got a croissant truffle with black winter truffles and a croissant served warm. And then they got a homemade... Friday brioche uh, ch with chilled lobster, John. This sounds like an expensive booth. Yes. Uh, you got some black truffles. You got some lobster. Yeah. Yes. yeah. Better yes. bring the mortgage payment. Then they got a molten chocolate hazelnut cake. So. And then you got the Mexico Pavilion, John. Which is Hirachi Verde. A cilantro. Oh, I can't even read this, John. Hirachi with conchita pibble, fresh pineapple and pickled onions. I don't know what the heck I just read, but 
And then you got a seared beef tenderloin with grilled queso, queso fresco, refried, refried beans, scallions, and a ranchero salsa. Dude, that looks really good, too, John. Now you got two choices of beef tenderloin. This is unusual, isn't it? Yes. And then you got a Mexican chocolate mousse. And then in Japan, me and Brad, I would like to try this, too, John. I was reading this last night, actually, this one. Uh, they got this chicken... Uh, kushagi, chicken kushagi. It's a breaded and fried chicken with yum yum sauce and vegetables. It really looks good. They got all these shredded veggies next to the chicken, John, with a piece of asparagus on top of it. It really looks good. You get and it has yum yum sauce. Yes. You have, who don't like yum yum sauce, John? It's uh, yummy. It's in the name. Yes. Yummy. It's brand new too, dude. So, and then they also have a sushi donut, John. Which looks absolutely delicious. Because it's a donut-shaped sushi with featuring salmon, tuna, shrimp, cucumber, and sesame seed over a decorative plate of wasabi aioli, sriracha, and eel sauce. Dude, it looks absolutely delicious because they have, like, the wasabi in the center of the donut. That sounds, uh, that sounds really nice, too. Yes, I mean, it's like John's going to be going two or three times at his festival. Well, yeah, yeah. There I had that idea. I'll just stop by and grab something on the way home. No, no, no. It sounds like a day trip. Yep. And now you have the painted panda, John. And this, these both really looks good, too. You got General Chow's chicken shunami. And they're, they're like little dumplings they look like or something, John. They look absolutely delicious. And then you got the chur, char soy pork bun. You got the the uh, the pork on the bay bun, John. That's always good, too. <laughs> and it looks absolutely freaking delicious. Yeah, uh, I haven't met a bay bun that I haven't liked yet. No. So. <laughs> yeah. And we're generally good friends. Yeah. So. It says char soy pork bun but it's the pork bayo bun it looks absolutely out of this both of them do i i would literally probably try both entrees from like eight of these booths i think so i think so i think you know uh what is there eight or ten booths here it seems like everyone has one or two entrees we try so you end up eating more stuff out of eight or ten than you would out of 30 at the food and wine festival so And, and dude now at the italy know how it's always the same thing it's not the same thing here in italy john what, it's not a lasagna and a ravioli? No. It's Arsini, fried risotto ball stuffed with braised beef and served on a pomodoro sauce. It looks absolutely delicious, John. Oh, come on, stop. <laughs> I mean, just stop. No. <laughs> Tell me that doesn't sound good. Oh, I love Arancini. Uh-uh, yeah. no, come on, man, I can't. <laughs> this might be the best menu ever from reading it. No kidding. I, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to go home and tell Lisa about it now. Crap. And, and, okay, they do have ravs, John, but they're with, like, a white sauce, but they look delicious, and they're totally different. And tell me if I'm wrong here. I don't think I've ever seen these on the uh, menu. It's a ravioli a boscala. Sweet sausage ravioli, mushroom, caramelized onion, and a creamy Parmesan sauce. I've, I've oh, never... for God's sake, dude. <laughs> dude. Have you ever seen that on the menu? No, 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 and that sounds freaking fantastic too. And it comes with four raviolis, John. Okay, Doug, maybe the scary part's gonna because you don't have the prices. Maybe that's gonna be that's gonna be the scary part, and I'm not just gonna be able to afford this. You know, maybe all of them are gonna be fifteen bucks a piece or something. So, 
Dude, they absolutely, I mean, it looks absolutely delicious. And then they got a chocolate hazelnut Italian donut with powdered sugar that absolutely looks out of this world. And you got a funnel cake stand. You got Joffrey's Coffee, which has all these different uh, coffees. But you have to admit, dude, that was a hell of a menu. That's the only thing we've read so far on the news. And I, <laughs> I had to do something. That was something positive. So I hope people stick around through the pub talk to listen to how excited we are about this festival. All right. I, I've got I've got a really good piece of good news for you. It's not good news. A good, uh, a good occurrence this week. Yes. Was it was about Judith and Tommy. Well, not only them. Well, that's something separate. But okay. uh, no, um, I loaded in a, a, a young lady. We'll call her uh, 87 years old. She was proud to tell me uh, coming from Coronado Springs to Animal Kingdom. And I got her over to Animal Kingdom. She was in ECB and I got her over there and she was the happy one of the happiest people I've ever met in my life. She was just happy to be alive and happy to still be able to get around animal kingdom using the scooter so to spend time with her grandchildren and great grandchildren and what an amazing time to be alive and what an amazing place to be and the fact that you know her grandparents would have never had the the chance to to even go to a place like walt disney world much less use some uh, a, a mobility device to get around with them so she was probably she made up for a lot of non-folding stroller dads so <laughs> that's happy awesome to meet her. that's so. phenomenal yeah and that's 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 what really something like that and i and i try to dwell on that you know when i get scooter or uh, stroller dads so yeah. <laughs> that's what i need to do so. now you need to think of scooter grandma when you hit stroller dad there you go there you go have them fight it out so, so. and how did you enjoy your meal at olivia's with tommy and judith uh, that was a fantastic meal. Uh, really enjoyed seeing them guys again. Uh, me and Lisa had met them the week before at uh, uh, Raglan Road, and then I went uh, last Sunday night and, and picked dinner up with them um, uh, before I came home. So it was it was fantastic to see them again. Uh, me and Tommy both had the prime rib. Uh, Judith had the fried chicken. So it was it was another fun experience. Although I do feel funky eating out there without my wife. No, so, it's, it sucks. Yeah, <laughs> In a lot of ways, it, it does. In, in hindsight, I, I, if I do it again, I'll probably just grab a burger or not burger, but, you know, quick service. Then I don't want to feel as guilty. So, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So. No, I hear you. You feel bad. But, hey, John, you work your tail off. You're working some weeks, seven days a week. You know, nobody could begrudge you having a good time. So. Yeah. 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 And Lisa did. I know all. she didn't. I'm just saying. So, so don't feel but, too guilty. Yeah. It, it ain't like you, you, you said – you were sitting home, and they called you and said, see you later, hon, I'm going to Olivia's. <laughs> and it wasn't like I stopped by uh, uh, the booby trap on the way home yeah. or anything. Yeah. Either, so. No, here, <laughs> just got that. But here's the 20, go get you and JJ some pizza, I'm headed to <laughs> Olivia's. <laughs> no, you were at work, and Judith and Tommy are down only you know, once, maybe twice a year, and you wanted to see your friends, and it, you didn't do anything wrong, John, you deserved it. All right, all right. Um, uh, new Minnie Mouse meet and greet at Epcot. So Minnie's roaming around Epcot. You don't get to see Minnie too often in Epcot. They've been doing uh, the meet and greet. I don't know. This one must be a little bit different. But, yeah, but they've been doing the meet and greets right up front because um, I see Minnie and Mickey come out together all the time uh, right there by Spaceship Earth to the right as you come in. Uh, they come out, and then Pluto and Goofy replace them, and they switch back and forth. And I see them um, backstage all the time. So it must be a new spot for many. Yeah. Yeah. She's, uh, 
and she's a world showcase gazebo gazebo so. oh, okay yeah so she moved down there uh, yeah yeah they've had that's if anybody remembers several years ago that's where duffy was for the longest time yeah so. duffy's real big in china yeah, I think all of the Asian countries yeah. actually. Yeah. So they like yeah, he, to... he he was here, but I don't know if he ever really took off. I think he, I think he's China's version of our Figment. Yeah, it could be. Yeah, because Figment is only big at Walt Disney World. I don't think he's even big at Disneyland. I just think it's Disney World. Yeah. Well, yeah, he doesn't have an attraction or anything at Disneyland, so I doubt if anybody anybody that just goes to Disneyland Park really. Well, has no it's the same reason we don't have nothing of Duffy around here. There you go. Yeah, I'm just trying to put square pegs in square holes, John. <laughs> but no, I, uh, I'm glad you went to dinner, John. I'm glad you enjoyed yourself. Now, are you going to? Uh, now you get, now you think you'll be out of talking to her in the food and wine now? Uh, well, the art festival. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm saying. The art festival, because yeah. the good thing is, the point I was trying to make is, you didn't have to wear a mask while you were eating, did you, John? No, no, and if we walk around Epcot, we don't have to wear a mask most of the day. So, so why don't we all just eat all the time, and we'll never have to... <laughs> I'm sorry, I got a box of popcorn here. Leave me alone. Yeah, we're, I'm in the casinos a few weeks ago, and there's all this open area where everybody's eating, and nobody's wearing a mask, and then right up, like, it's only like a half wall, and everybody right outside there has to wear, their, it's like, it may, nothing makes any sense, does it? It's a pandemonium. Yeah. Uh, Journey of Water inspired by Moana. I'm excited about this. The construction is continuing. I, I'm wondering what that's going to be like when it's done because they did cut some stuff out from that whole area. Yeah, we lost our whole island in the sky and all that stuff. So I don't know what's gonna what's coming, what's not. So it's there's a lot of stuff up in the air right now. Yeah, I'm still pissed off. They took our Fountain of Nations away. Yeah, for for what now is not going to be built. So. Yes. And they could have, they, they should have kept Moana, they should have kept that and going around that. The Fountain of Nations is one of those things I don't think should have ever have been taken away. That was very, symbi that had a great symbol to it. And it had a great history with people yeah. bringing all the water from around yeah. the world. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it really was. That really pissed me off. Uh, and that's what I, because Judith was saying, she went on, she, Judith is going to be doing a trip report with us, and she really liked Harmonious, John. Yes, I heard. She was uh, very, very uh, excited about it, and I don't. I still don't think it makes up for what the things appear to be in during the no, day. But they no. did at least enjoy the show. So. Yeah, Star Wars attacking, and I told her. I said, "Well, I hope they build." She loves the contemporary. She loves going to eat at the California Grill. I told her, and then she just stayed at the Poly. I said, I hope they put a bunch of those barges in the water so you can't see across the lagoon to the Magic Kingdom from the Poly and see how happy you are about that. She got mad at me. And then I said, I hope they build a big, huge, black monster water tower right between California Grill, I mean, Contemporary and the Magic Kingdom so you can no longer see the fireworks and stuff. Wouldn't you think people would be happy about that, John? Yeah, but it would fire some fireworks off of it, so it'd be yeah. special. I mean, it just nobody can wrap their head around why we're both so upset. It, it, I'm sure the show's okay, and it ain't about. It's more of the the this, the destruction of my world showcase than anything else. That's what I don't like. Yeah, and I mean, other than what you've stated several times, just the the not wanting to to pay to t tote the stuff back and forth. Why weren't these made just like the big globe where you could tote them back and forth and storm backstage? Yeah. I don't know. Are they that much bigger than, than the globe was? I don't know. Maybe they, they could are. have made them in two pieces. 
Yeah, they could. It yeah. seems like they could have figured something out. No, it was all about paying labor. Just like I was talking about you teachers earlier. Be careful what you wish for, because you might be jobless sooner than later. If you guys, <laughs> you don't want to go in, they'll find a way around you. And that's the way it works around here. Everybody wants the bottom dollar. Uh, Voices of Liberty, John, returns to the adventure. So you are right. COVID is gone, and now Voices of Liberty. <laughs> you can sit in the rotunda, and, and I'm, I love my Voices of Liberty. They're one of my favorite things on property. Yes, absolutely. There's nothing like waiting for the uh, American adventure and hearing some patriotic songs as you're there. Yeah, so. the, the acapella group has been performing at the outdoors and uh, performing outdoors at the American Gardens Theater. Pat, the American's Garden Theater. That's part of the American Pavilion, right, John? No, it's part of the Chinese Pavilion. Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> theater during various festivals. Yes. But this weekend should return the group's traditional home inside the pre-show area of the American Adventure. Uh, shows will be 12 p.m., 1245, 1.30, 2.15, 3 p.m. 3 p.m., 3.45, and 4.30 daily. So, If it's too hard for you to remember, just think 20 minutes before the next American Adventure show starts. Yes. There you go. And uh, you will not... It's a non-COVID rotunda now. <laughs> uh, it's crazy, Johnny. And my computer was taking a minute to go backwards. Standby line coming to Remy's Ratatouille Adventure at Epcot. Why, what the hell took so long? Uh, who knows? Who knows? That's one of the stupidest. If any ride needs a pre-show and, and needs to have a, a queue, it was this, wasn't it? Yeah, I, I don't understand what half of what they do out there, Doug, but I don't get paid the big bucks. So, And this is people who want all your bucks. Although the virtual queue, queue is ending, the individual lightning purchase option will remain available. So you don't have Genie Plus. You don't have uh, the virtual queue now, but you can pay for it if you want to or wait. So Yeah, Doug, and, uh, you know, speaking of that, and this is the guy that you would have stopped the bus, got up, and went, and, and uh, I, I don't know if you would have slapped him across the face, but you certainly would have said something to him because I'm listening. And I guess I shouldn't, but you can't help it. I, I overhear conversations all the time, and, and people are amazed. I stop the, you know, we stop the bus at some place, and then I tell them where to go to for dinner. Oh, you heard that? Well, yeah, I heard that. I mean, I'm sorry. I heard your conversation. But uh, uh, this guy, was he was telling his, uh, his wife, you know what? This is great. We can do whatever we want as long as we pay for it. Uh -huh. And bingo, bambo. That's exactly the... You already paid for it, you schmuck. And he was happy as hell. Yeah. So. Well, he already paid. He, I would invite him to that dinner with schmucks. You remember that show with uh, Paul Rudd? You ever see that one? <laughs> yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah. yeah, he would be the one I would invite to that dinner. Yep, he was, he was ecstatic. I mean, yeah. he, he didn't care what he spent. He, he could do whatever he wanted. So. Yeah. Well, yeah, that other $100 hours just an entry fee, apparently, dummy. Uh, Walt Disney World Monorail begin, beginning service in early hour, hours during the upcoming marathon weekend. And apparently, John, it's still not enough. Oh, my God. It was crazy. It was crazy. You know what? I, I, I did in, in, let's see, two and a half hours, I was managed. I managed to get three trips done between Hollywood Studios and the Contemporary, which they, usually I would get about six done at seven. So it was it was very, very, very slow. But I got about halfway through the second one 
And I'm, I'm, I start to think to myself, I'm getting a little frustrated. You know, there's a lot of traffic. And then I thought, I did 12 winters in Sarasota. Mm. This is nothing. <laughs> so, and honestly, it is. Compared to what I drove in down yeah, there, Dover I, can handle, I, <laughs> I can handle four or five hours of freaking uh, marathon traffic. It uh, is nothing compared to that god-awful crap. So. Well, I just dealt with two days this week. Of one day of 13 inches of snow and another day of six driving to and from Atlantic City with unplowed roads and morons, John. I had to get home and shovel the sunshine out of my yeah. yard yesterday. Yeah, bite me, John. It was John. very annoying. Very... Bite me, bite me. Uh, oh, everybody liked my tweet. I did a tweet the other day, and because uh, Rock and Roller Coasters finally reopens, it's been. It, it constantly was closing down. There was technical difficulties. That and Tower of Terror. I did the tweet that now that Disney wants to charge for Lightning Lane and charges for all the rides and there's monetary value, I don't know why they don't give us money back when those two are unschedulely broken. I understand scheduled maintenance. Well, when they just break down and they're not supposed to be down, I think you should get re- you should get restitution, John. The park, the ticket's not worth the same if. If you go to Hollywood Studios and Rock and Roller Coaster and Tower of Terror are both down, do you think it's worth what you paid? No, you can do Rise of the Resistance and Slingy Dog Dash. No, you can't. Mine's no, too long. Yeah, so. exactly. Because if those two are closed, you're never getting on the other two unless you rope dropped. You know what? Uh, so I, I, I tend to agree with you on that, Doug. But one thing I will, I will tell Disney, and actually you can probably go all the way back and thank uh, uh, Walt for this idea is having that power plant on on site mm-hmm. where Disney creates its own power because living here in Central Florida you don't want to know the amount of times that I've heard that Universal just loses part or total power to their entire park. Yeah. I don't know what happens that they didn't pay their Orlando utilities bill or what, but the entire park will go down for two or three hours. And that means you can't get anything to eat, you can't get anything to drink, the rides don't work, the shows aren't going on. So that would be miserable and fortunately I, I don't think that ever happens at disney so good good for walt for uh, thinking he needed his own power plant good good job yeah because all walt cared about was the customer now this guy would have charged a guest to pay for that power plant if it was built today <laughs> yeah this moron dude get a load of this you're not going to believe this guardians of the galaxy is still being worked on and trying john you're kidding the lo- Dude, I think the the new World Trade Center was built faster than these two rocks. I swear to goodness. It's crazy. Uh, I'm pretty sure we might be back to the moon before I can go on Tron. Yeah, you might be right, John. Maybe, maybe. I mean, dude, didn't they build the... I think they built the original Magic Kingdom faster than they built both of these rides. <laughs> and I'm not even kidding. From the date the park was announced to the to the date it opened, I bet you they built that faster. Even with poor Walt passing away in between, I think was built faster than these two rides. Disney World itself, that would be a real close one because I think it took four or five years. And that, well, I mean, I think that's where we're at with these. But Disneyland, without a doubt, no, oh, 100 percent, flipping doubt. Yeah, because that was done in what nine months or something uh, ridiculous. So yeah. I'll even give him the time he bought the orange groves and all. I guarantee it was still built faster. Yep. Uh, Walter Cronkite, this is the news. Guardians of the Galaxy and Tron are still not open. Uh, Disney Springs offering complimentary group fitness classes from 
Lulu, Lulu Mon, Under Armour, and Fabletics, John. So if you want to go work out, go on over. Free workout, John. I wonder when that would be because they don't even open until 10 o'clock. It would seem a little funky to go by at 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And keep that. I don't know. Dude, if I lived there, I'd put my yoga pants on and go on over. You betcha. <laughs> test, test stays at Walt Disney's World. Most expensive, most outrageous, most pricey hotel. The Galactic Star Cruiser begins very soon. They're going to start having people on property, John. Uh, talk about COVID. You're going to be locked in there for a few days, John. Uh, I mean, I'm not even trying to be a weenie here, but with all the money you're spending, John, do you want to wear an M95 mask while you're pretending to be in Star no, Wars? Absolutely you not. get my point. I mean, is it even going to be worth it right now? No, I mean, that, I'm I'm waiting to do a lot of stuff until until hopefully we get past all this. Either we either we don't or we do. I mean, but as, as far as really going, and you know what amazes me is people are still paying for the photo. Or not not now, I guess, because a lot of times outside rides and stuff, you can have yeah. your mask off. Yeah. But, but during the time when you had to wear your mask constantly, people paid for photo pass. Yeah, and I just don't, I don't, I don't get it. And I've heard the, the well, we wanted to remember this. Why? <laughs> I don't have no interest in remembering this time no, at all. <laughs> I hear you, dude. I hear you. I, I it's, it's, it's just, it's crazy. And I, I don't, and I'm not trying. I'm, I'm not anti-mask. I'm not anti-vax. But I would not want to be in this Star Cruiser with the, my whole family paying, dude. I don't know. Family of four, forty grand. <laughs> Am I exact? What is it, well, John? I mean, it's. It, it, Crazy money. Would you all want your whole family running around with a mask in there? Nope. And as a matter of fact, that somebody brought up the point the other day is that they had changed some of the some of the rules and regulations. They were they were going to, and it should be so, I think, uh, that when you checked in, once you were checked in and everything, uh, dress code was required to do all the activities. So you had to dress like a Jedi or you or a you know you you have to fit in. Because you're paying this money to pretend, aren't you? Yeah. So let's play. I mean, yes. you know. And so they were. If you're going to spend the money and you're taking <laughs> and you're going to you know, act like you're a star pilot or you're going to be a Jedi, dude, you got <sighs> you got to dress up like one. So, but apparently they're relaxing that rule, and there's some people that are very upset about it. I don't want to be, and I agree. I don't want if I'm going through the trouble of doing this, I don't want to be standing next to a dude in cargo shorts. Not just yeah, or Doug with his Philadelphia Eagles hat, T-shirt, yeah, hoodie exactly. on. I mean, it's yeah. no uh, it running a lightsaber out of the out of the out of the, uh, out of the, the point, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. Takes away the whole the whole deal. The magic okay. of the experience. Yeah, so. like like Walt didn't want a cowboy walking through Tomorrowland. <laughs> yeah, rock and roller coaster Disney Studios reopens to a guest after a period of unplanned closure, and that's again what I'm saying. You should. Guess you get money back if they're again, and I hate to keep reiterating this, but if you're gonna make me pay more for rides that you're giving value to, then if if a ride is not open that it's supposed to be, I should get reimbursed. I'm sorry. Use are the ones that started putting value. You, they're the ones that put the value on each ride. So, and there's stays. There, there's some uh, deals out there, John. If you want me to book your trip, uh, anybody, uh, save up to 500 hours on a five-night stay at select Disney Resort hotels in spring and early summer of 2022. So they're offering uh, discounts already on the resorts. Good. I know uh, All Star Sports is supposed to open soon, so. Uh, and and we're going to be 
we're going to be packed tomorrow, and then it's going to go woo <laughs> until yeah. spring break. So, yeah, we got marathon weekend, and then after that, we got a nice break here. for. And I have the best hours I've had since I got this job, Doug, 7.30 until 5.30 in the afternoon. You're, so, and I know you're happy about that. Oh, that's that's exactly what I like. So. Disney offering discount tickets to Typhoon Lagoon now that it's 27 degrees, John. <laughs> yeah, it's supposed to actually get chilly i think uh tomorrow or uh, tuesday so or monday or tuesday so yeah well i don't know john i just think it's uh, funny that it took all this time for typhoon lagoon to open up right right in january yeah right in the winter and and it and somehow disney's got lucky so far it's been very warm so but i mean there was a very good chance it could have been last year and you could be looking at you know 32 degree days so. Dude, we were down February two years ago. We had thirty. We had frost on the window. We came out in the morning. Well, yeah, there's. It's always a. It's always a crapshoot. It really is. And there was people. And it and it cracks me up because all the Disney groups they always want to know what the weather is going to be like in January. Dude, I have no idea. I mean, I really it's the biggest crapshoot. It really is. It really is. You don't know. Like, well, the couple trips ago, we rented the one rented the house. It was in March. At me, I remember I came over to dinner with you, and Lisa stole your jacket again. You yep. were freezing. So you never yep. know. Yeah, it really depends if the fronts decided to make it all the way down here, or if they don't. Right now, we haven't had a front, and I think, I mean, it's chilly at night. You know, I get up in the morning and go in, and it's probably 58, 59, but yeah, it warms up to near 80 every day right now. So. Yeah, well, the bottom's going to drop out. It would if I if I can guarantee you if I bought tickets to Typhoon Lagoon, it would be 32 degrees the entire week. <laughs> yeah, that's what I need you to do. I need you to do that so I can get some chilly weather and freeze all these weeds. So. Yeah, I know you see the Mirrors buses. The Mirrors Connect is the new name of the Magical Express buses. I haven't seen any of those uh, rolling around just yet. I, I've seen a lot of them with the stripped off uh, Magical Express, but I haven't seen any with the graphics of uh, Mirrors Express yet. I did see uh, your new bus rolling around, Doug. I haven't driven it yet, but I Captain saw Captain Handsome? No, uh, you know, I wish they did, but no. Uh, however, how about uh, uh, Hawkeye? Oh, that's awesome. I yeah, love Hawkeye. Hawkeye have you seen the second episode of Boba Fett? Yes. Very yes, I good. watched that. What? Dude, what are they? They're the Sand People, right? Yes. Okay. I, I, they're I, the Sand I, People, Tusken Raiders. They must Same be. Name. They're Same. like the ugliest people on the planet. <laughs> I, I, I keep wondering, you know, are, are they going to take that off and they're just normal looking folks underneath all that stuff and they just wear that because they have to breathe the sand all the time? Yeah, I don't but know. But I guess not. I guess they are just creepy looking dudes. So. Well... I I and did you have you liked Hawkeye? Have you seen it all yet? Yeah, I watched all of it. Did you enjoy it? I enjoyed it, but I'm not as big. I'm nowhere near as big a Marvel fan as I am a Star Wars fan, so I don't like it as any of the Star Wars stuff I've seen. But out of the Marvel stuff, I I would have it tied with uh, uh, the Winter Soldier and Captain and uh, uh, Falcon. So. Yeah, see, I liked it. The, I liked it better than that myself. Yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it's, it's fine. I just I, I got really burnt out on him feeling guilty about it. And, and I don't know. I'm sitting there watching it on Christmas, and he's feeling guilty about not making it on Christmas Eve. And I'm like, dude, 
shut up. <laughs> there's firemen, uh, policemen, uh, police women, uh, uh, women, men in the army and the navy across the world that don't get home for the holidays, and you're just whining like a little baby. Get off it. Well, so, well, I, I I don't know. That was something that it frustrated me. It honestly did. So. Well, one of the things I, I I like him, like I like him as an actor, but yeah. what cracks me up is. I'm watching that series, and then there's also another one called The Mayor of Kingstown, which is really good that he plays in, and yeah. he couldn't be too... He's a tough guy <laughs> in both, but he couldn't be more opposite if he tried, and I thought it was funny that both of them were being released at the same time. Have you, yeah, seen, I, I, have you that, seen that Mayor of Kingstown? No, maybe I'll have to give that a try. You'll, you'll like it. It's it, it's different. I'll tell you about it off air because I could slip and say something, and this would be a bad podcast by the time I'm done it. I'm uh, doing uh, Ted Lasso right now. Ted Lasso is awesome. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah it's, it's it's pretty funny, and and actually uh, uh, really sentimental at times. Yes. Too, so. Oh, but he's Mr. Bubbly. Oh, this salt, oh, this salt and pepper shaker is the most beautiful. Te- this salt and pepper shaker is the most beautiful salt and pepper shaker I've ever seen. <laughs> I have to declare it is. It's the best pepper I ever used. Yep. Yeah, but he's good. I love that show. Uh, Two skeleton figures are missing from the Grand Fiesta Tour, John. Now, how would that happen? I have no clue. Why are they down? Two skeletons have been removed from the Grand Fiesta Tour, starring the three Caballeros in the Mexican Pavilion. The skeletons can usually be found on the archway reading Fiesta Hoy. And I, rem- I, I remember now, I look at them every single time we go under them. Hmm. There are usually four skeletons each playing an entrance, but there are only two right now. So two are missing. Maybe they're getting refurbished. I hope so. Maybe they're getting their bones cleaned. Hopefully they are. Hopefully something political incorrect didn't make them get rid of them. I can't imagine. No, I don't know. There's all over that attraction. I can't imagine how two would get upset, I mean, upset anybody. Maybe some bony purse got upset. It <laughs> <laughs> resembles me. I want them down. Uh, dude, there's a new flatbread, Concourmosia flatbread coming to January 10th to Pinocchio Village House at Magic Kingdom. They could use something good because that last pizza there sucked. Yeah, I've always heard that was one of the absolute worst uh, fast foods. Yeah, and they put and, and they, Magic Kingdom quick service altogether is just not stellar. So. No, they put this well Columbia Harbor House is. Well, that's true. I, I take it back. Actually, no. table services work at, yes. at Magic Kingdom. So yeah, yeah counter service isn't bad. Yeah, no, the, uh, no, I'm just thinking of Cosmic Rays and uh, yeah. and uh, Village House, and, there, and there's another one that's not very good too. So, but, but the uh, Columbia Harbor House is good. Uh, Pecos uh, Bills. Pecos is good Bills too. is good. If you like Tex-Mex. Yeah, and and uh, don't forget. Casey's corner job, John. Yeah, I, I'm just I I can't help but think how better how much better Casey's corner would be if I could get a Bud Light, and how much better Pecos Bills would be if I could get a Corona or Dos Equis in there. I get, that's just me though. No, you're 100 you know? right. Oh, uh, Jungle Navigation Company ticket agency added to Exit of Jungle Cruise. Pretty cool. They're adding stuff still to that. That's no, nice. Hours extended. To through January 23rd at the Magic Kingdom. Drury Hotel opening Walt, opening Walt Disney World property on October 27th. The new hotel's coming, John. Have you seen this one yet? No, where is it at? Hold on, I'm punching it up. 
okay. called the Drury Plaza Hotel. Drury announced they will be opening their first Walt Disney World property on October 27, 2022. The Drury Hotel will have 604 rooms with a first phase of 264 rooms opening this fall. The rest will be opening in spring of 2023. 17,000 square feet of meeting space will also be completed by next fall. I mean, next next spring. Hotel amenities include resort-style pool, splash pad, poolside dining, kitchen plus bar, and 24-hour business center. General manager will be Tom Drury. It will be it will employ 150 full-time and part-time employees. This company is second Orlando property. The first being the Drury Inn and Suites near University Resort, Orlando. It doesn't say where it's going, John. No, because I haven't seen any construction that size um, around there. So it must be on Hotel Row or something. Uh, it's a Disney property, right? So it's yeah. got to be Hotel Row or, or yeah, I, I believe it. I get all around properties. Could it be over? Uh, is it going to be over there by uh, Pelican Bay or what is that? Pelican Crossing? What is it? Oh, Flamingo Cross. For Lingo Cross. You had a bird. You, were, you know, you did have a tropical bird, so I have to give yeah, it to you there. Yeah. So, but, uh, I'm trying uh, to read the article and talk at the same time. <laughs> it could be, but technically that's not really Disney property. That's right on the other side of 429. So um, I don't know. I'll have, to, I'll have to keep an eye out and see if I can't figure out where it's going. Maybe because uh, officially Bonnet Creek area is not really uh, – uh, it's saying it's saying the Drury Plaza Hotel Orlando Lake Buena Vista will be the company's largest to date and first official Walt Disney World hotel. But it doesn't say I got Lake Buena Vista, so yeah, it almost has to be on Hotel Row, I guess, right? So, uh, I, I guess, or maybe yeah. maybe somewhere else on property you just haven't seen it yet, John. Yeah, yeah. You got to start asking questions about this one, Johnny. All right, I'm gonna look into it after the show. Maybe we can uh, talk to these peeps about their new hotel. What else do we have? I'm going to let you go, John, soon. Now, how's the signal here so I know? You're awesome. All right. So, you know, yeah, I can stop here on the way home. Then. Uh, Savvy's workshop, workshop giving guests plastic bags after running out, after running out of lightsaber cases. Oh, no, uh, no, uh, uh, uh. Yeah, and I'm they're not paying that much money for a lightsaber, and you give me a plastic bag, dude. And uh. and and this is the 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 you know the big ones on Disney. They're still charging full price, John, and you don't <laughs> and you don't get I the would, case. I wouldn't pay. No, 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 no. But no, after no, you no, make no, it, no. but John, think about it though. I mean, you wouldn't, and you're right, but. You take all that time to make it, and then you get the checkout, and they tell you you're getting a bag, and it's a dude. It don't even say Walt Disney World. They're just clear cellophane bags. You know, it's on much smaller scale, much smaller scale. But you know who did something similar to me the other day, and and it actually was as uh, Lisa. Um, so Lisa's one drink that she loves is a stupid Starbucks caramel frappuccino, right? That iced coffee drink with the whipped cream and the whole friggin' thing sugary sweet dessert thing right and yeah. i order it and it's coming out after i paid for it they tell me oh we don't have any straws now, what how are you supposed to drink this thing it's like a milkshake 
Now, um, you you know where you this? Know, yeah, but you but can, we do have a plastic straw here you can buy for a dollar fifty. No, and I, so what I have to do? Pay another dollar fifty for this on the first, on the you know it's a seven dollar drink to begin with. And now I'm paying a dollar fifty for a stupid straw. And was that uh, for you or Lisa? I don't drink that crap. Oh, exactly. <laughs> so if it would have been for you, you would have said no. But being since for your deer, you're going to pay it all. You, you yes. just get it's just wrong, dude. But uh, yeah, I mean, <sighs> God Almighty, I, I can't imagine not getting a case with your your lightsaber. How ridiculous! No, it's it's. I mean, I I wouldn't want. That's part of the beauty of it. It's like. I have these all these beautiful pull sticks. I'm not going to put them in a in a bag. I mean, in they're a in a case. Bag, yeah. yeah, you would think, Doug. I mean, honestly, and and stuff does happen. I understand you ran out. It is what it is. But ten percent comes off. It is it, it is what it is. So you know, or have a box at least so I don't get it ruined. I mean, who wants to carry it around in a bag? Isn't the 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 the, the cover supposed to protect it? The yeah. case. I mean, yeah, and they're and they're pretty nice cases too. Yes. So. New Droid Factory Mystery Crate action figures rolls into Star Wars Galaxy Edge. So they got a new action figure here, John. Uh, pop, the figment popcorn buckets are pretty cool, John, because that just popped up again. Oh, God. So, let's see, 175 for eating at Epcot. Popcorn bucket. I'm at two bills already. <laughs> All right. I just ruined and made your week, John. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Great. Uh... I'll tell you what, Judith is coming on next week. She was not happy with the bathroom cleaning at the parks, and she mentioned uh -oh. that to you. Uh-oh. I'm not part of the janitorial custodial staff. Thank you very much. But I'm talking about when you just had dinner or whatever, hung out, I thought maybe she would uh, spew. Maybe. You know, that's, it wasn't pretty to bring up restrooms and then talk about spewing. So. You know, well, yeah, I tried to tie it in, John. I see that. What's this? A guest fight breaks out at Hollywood Studios. Walt Disney offering five hundred dollar reward. Well, was it? Was it? What's this? Oh no, I'm sorry. It's just a big story. It's all tied into one. It's one of those ones. It says guest fight breaks out at Hollywood Studios. Walt Disney World offering five hundred off select resort stays, innovations in the <laughs> land area music removal and so much more oh that's what you have to tell us about john before we go that's about it uh there's just a bunch of other uh, 50th anniversary stuff a bunch of new dole whips which i don't believe like there's a run disney blue hawaii dole whip float and it races back in i don't like all these disney nostalgia and if you're running the race wouldn't you just wouldn't you believe that just the dole whip is good like why like if you don't want citrus roll why would you want all these specialty Dole Whips, John. I, I don't know. Now we're going Dole Whip crazy. Disney's yeah. going to do exactly the same thing to Dole Whips as they've done to Pins and yeah. Finalmation and yeah. everything else. They they see something that's a cash cow and they kick it and, and beat it and, yes. and, until it's freaking laying on the road, bleeding out its And neck. we love cows here at <laughs> Disney, so we don't want PETA. I mean, at, at the podcast, we don't want PETA after us, but we get your analogy there, John. Yes. Uh, yes. The Finalmation was killed because they couldn't just stop themselves. Nope. So. Nope. And I've never heard of beat a dead cow. I've heard beat a dead horse, but I've never heard of beat a dead cow. That must be a Florida thing. Uh, yeah, I got but, more cattle here. But real quick, you said you were Diz Dads or whatever. You went to a special inside the land pavilion or in the, the Living Seas? 
Yeah, yeah. One of my Facebook groups that I'm a part of, uh, I've actually been for several years, probably eight years. Um, it's called Diz Dads, and it's just a bunch of dads who who go to Disney. Um, we like uh, family and beer and bacon and Disney. And so, you know, yeah. Um, so yeah, they get together and they have a convention every every January. And this year they uh, had their special event at the Living Seas, and it was uh, upstairs in the little lounge area. And I am on a tighter budget than a lot of these folks do. Uh, so they invited me, of course, but I couldn't foot the $189 bill that it was going to cost to go. Um, a large portion of that goes to give kids the world. That's so it nice. wasn't like, yeah, it wasn't just giving, you know, all that money to Disney. Uh, no, a big portion of that goes get to give kids the world. They collect uh, a portion of that for that. And so, but at the last minute, my buddy Terrence from Canada, he could, he had several other issues and then he lost his passport on top of that. And he just didn't have time to get another passport. He couldn't do anything about it. He just couldn't make it. And so uh, he had me fill the spot. So I was able to go. Um, so very that was nice. That was nice. Very appreciative uh, to allow me to go. And uh, yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Um, it was it was upstairs uh, above the living seas. So you had the beautiful view of the aquariums, and you know you're sitting there eating, and there's turtles swimming by, and all the fish, and all that stuff. And they had Calabunga, dude. What are you eating? Is there that you what go. you heard from the turtles? Yeah, from Crush. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So they had uh, my my tacos that you made yourself, mm. or you you know you, they had uh, a, a chef there slicing the my my, um, and and putting it on tortillas for you and stuff. And then they had sliced turkey and uh, a couple of other items. But uh, yeah, it was in uh, bacon wrapped scallops. Mm. And of course, we killed the bacon wrapped scallops one after another after another. I think I must have ate freaking. 20 of them they mm. were little ones too you know but yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but that sounds yeah, awesome a, yeah it was a really good time but the funniest part was during covid um our break area at backstage at epcot had got expanded because they were trying to you know do social distancing and stuff and so one of the areas that expanded to was this lounge area upstairs where i'm now sitting eating with all these dis dads at a private event was the same area that i had been eating lunch at three days before and and they were all like, wow, this is so awesome. This is cool. And I go, yeah, it's cool. But I like microwave my lean cuisine right over there. <laughs> Listen, dude, I've been hanging here for yeah. months now. I'm old school, man. Yes, yeah. yes. But, yeah, it was it was a really good time. It was it was a lot of fun, and uh, it met a lot of lot. I met more of a, a really great group of guys. So, well, once we get things ironed out here and i got this new recording stuff and all and you get to go around the parks a little more maybe we can get one of them on the show here or there with some of your buddies yeah yeah that would be that'd be great and uh, they come down all through the year so yeah it would be awesome uh i'm a, I, I was excited to hear that you got to do that because it, and it was it's nice thing that they do i mean if you have any extra money give kids a world is a great organization we used to help mike and them from be our guests we were on the show for the marathon a few times a couple times so yeah give kids the world's a good thing our buddy dave from the mickey dudes he's going over there and volunteered quite a few times so we moved down there i I would probably volunteer over there once in a while i just don't know if i could i i am i'm a sensitive dude i i have to be honest i I can't i can't get through a freaking episode of uh uh 
you know, a stupid downtown Abbey, the damn dog dying. Jesus Christ, have mercy. Holy yeah. crap. <laughs> oh. On that lunch, people, stop it. You know? Oh, so, I know. Well, John, the, 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 the words you're saying here is worse than me saying poopy. <laughs> it's just embarrassing i'm trying to eat lunch here yes, <laughs> it's uh, it's upsetting yeah that dog was beautiful yeah, yeah. but so, i i wouldn't even mind volunteering like i know people go over there and serve ice cream and stuff like that but me being in construction i wouldn't mind volunteering some labor the other you know way. that's that's exa- the same type of thing i was thinking doug i've got my commercial driver's license maybe i just come over and i know they could pro- they probably have trucks that, that could probably be used to drive places and stuff like that and and as much as i would love to i just i couldn't i i just couldn't work with a kid i, no, mean, well, I just couldn't do it so i did it for uh it was one of the most depressing things when i got out of the union years ago I uh, remodeled Children's Hospital here in Philly. Oh, boy. And I, I was there for over two years. And finally, I told my boss, I was eating lunch outside in the middle of winter because it was depressing. Like, the floors we were on, we were remodeling, so nobody was there. We were going floor by floor. But we'd have to enter in the morning through the emergency room. And then I did areas like the, uh, the uh, x-ray rooms where they had to be done in one day. And I would come across parents and children it it does it tears you apart dude there's nothing worse than seeing a sick child yeah and and i mean that just brings it all full circle back to uh to how great they are how great they are and how great uh uh our our resident nurse is here on our show judith i mean uh what she must deal with and and the fact that she is and other you know other people in that medical profession they can they are able to to turn it off at times and but you have to i would imagine you're you have to uh get an on off switch and well, me, I, I, I don't know if I could. I'd just be blubbering all the flipping time. Yeah, so. well, Judith is a sweetheart all the time. I'm the only one that she gets mad at, and I don't know why, but she's a sweetheart <laughs> to everybody else. <laughs> so easy to get mad at. Yeah, she loves you so much more than me, John. That's yeah. all I know. But Judith is wonderful. Tommy's. I'm glad you got to spend time with them this week. I really am. Yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. It was great to see him. Unfortunately, I couldn't get out to the parks with them, but uh, yeah, no, I, I can't get in parks right now. So. <laughs> No, well, it's a shame. Next week, you'll probably be able to get in whenever you want. Oh, absolutely. It's all open next week. So you'll be able to get you and Lisa in, right? Yeah. No, yeah. that's good. So all you need is money, John. <laughs> so yep. That's all you need is money to buy all the stuff. But that menu did sound good. That was a positive thing, wasn't it? It certainly was. It sounded fantastic. So we started off mumbo-jumbo, mean and rotten like we normally do. But we did get happy part of this show. So. Yep, yep. But anyway, again, belated Happy New Year to everybody. Hope everybody has a safe and healthy one. Uh, Real quick, Doug. Hmm? Bulldogs or Crimson Tide? Uh, never Tide, dude. <laughs> Does that answer your question? Uh, you're, you're not a Nick Saban fan. I got you. No. So. No, I, I never. I, I'm rooting for Georgia. They haven't won in a while. I'm rooting for them. And uh, my Eagles play the rotten, stinking, dirty, crummy, disgusting, horrible Cowboys tonight, so I'll be watching Ooh. that. Even though the game means absolutely nothing, which really sucks. This is like I can't even count how many years in a row we played a division team the last game and it hasn't mean, meant nothing. <laughs> they set it up. They even, like last week, they, they switched the game to, it was supposed to be tomorrow at 1 o'clock and they switched it tonight at 8.30 and neither team's playing their starters as of right now. It was their set what? in the playoffs. It wasn't it last week and there was still a chance to no, they switched the game after the weekend was over, oh. John. They oh, switched okay. that. All right, well, then. 
That yeah. Was, yeah, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. We we nobody could understand it. I think that they hate the Eagles fans and they want them to freeze because that's the only explanation for it. <laughs> so it's, get out there, Nicole. Yes, and it's freezing out there right now, John. It's like let me let me look this up. Let me tell you how beautiful it is out outside at my house right now. Let me let me open the window here. Uh, let's see. Oh yeah, no, I don't have to put the sweatshirt on to go in the store. Okay, right now, John, what do you think it is here? Uh, 72. Oh, you wish. It's 23 degrees right here, John. <laughs> right now. Yeah. And and these idiots are going to go get drunk and sit out at this game all night. Yeah, and then you just wait, and you can start counting the ones that take off their shirts. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Speaking of taking off their shirts, what, what about that bozo Antonio Brown? I told you you should never have signed them. <laughs> I mean, is he like, he's one of the worst human beings ever on the planet. And then he's sitting there trashing Mike Evans and Chris Godwin saying they're not really that good. Yeah, yeah. Mike Evans would break him like a little peanut. Uh, Somebody needs to break him like a little peanut. He's he's an idiot. Yes, I mean, and then you got people, and that's the whole problem with, it's like a problem with the world in a nutshell. You got people online defending this man. Defending him, saying, making excuses for him. if his ankle hurt, you still don't act like a moron and take your shirt off and, and and make a fool of yourself. If you want to quit, quit with some dignity. Don't be a moron. Yeah, how much money are you getting paid? Uh, yeah. I mean, for God's sakes, if you don't want to be there, you don't want to be there. But you don't quit in the middle of the game. No, you just it, don't. No, it's never been done before. So no, congratulations. No, you're the first. You're the first D bag to ever do it. So. Yeah, the Steelers were bad. The Raiders were wrong. The Patriots were wrong. Everybody yeah. else is wrong, and he's yeah. right. It's like habitual problems, constantly committing problems. But when it, when it's all said and done, he still gets defended. It, he's a horrible, horrible human being. And that was horrible. That I mean, I, I, even Tommy couldn't defend him. No, he tried. Yeah. <laughs> but, it, but, yeah, it didn't work out. So. Yeah, well, we all knew he needed help before he got re-signed, Tom. So. But, anyhow, that was – and I think that might have uh, ruined your season because I, 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 I don't know how – hopefully they can get through that because that, 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 that shows a upset locker room. There's something going on there. Well, that shows uh, Antonio Brown's a complete moron. Yeah, but so. you got people on the team defending him. Yeah. So that, that means somebody's it, – I just hope it, – it, it's not good. But anyway, the playoffs ought to be interesting. My birds are going to play tonight. I don't. They don't have nothing to play for. Uh, everybody's saying they should play to keep up the winning. No. The first time if one of your starters get hurt, you're going to say, that idiot shouldn't have played the guys. Yep. No, I say keep guys healthy. That's my opinion. What's yours, John? Yeah, the situation, if it's not going to help your draft stock, I mean, obviously a loss helps your draft stock. So, I mean, no, but, uh, unfortunately, but, but uh, yeah, I mean, if it's not, it's not going to help your playoff potential, you don't have any. So, yeah, I, I would, yeah. unless there's somebody that's maybe a rookie second year that needs to get some experience, I wouldn't be playing starters, but that's no, me. Because so. we're in the playoffs, and we really can't change position. What's the difference yeah. if you play? What's the difference if we play the Packers or the Rams? Really, we're not going to play the Packers. They have a first round bye, so we're going to be playing Tampa Bay or the Rams. Yeah. Neither one of them. We're, I mean, I'd rather actually go to Tampa Bay, but either place is a either place is a hard game. It ain't like either one's easy. 
you're going to have more fans in Tampa, so you'd certainly rather go to Tampa. Uh, I've uh, seen Philly travel to Tampa. Well, they probably travel to friggin' L.A. too. Yeah, they so. do because the Rams and the Rams and the Chargers have more opposing fans. That the, the Rams, yeah. the yeah. Rams, the yeah, Chargers, right. and the Raiders have more opposing fans at their games than their own fans go to their games. Yeah, and, and for years Tampa was like that. I mean, I, I think finally uh, you can go now to a Giants game and you might see more maroon and uh and pewter than than uh blue but uh for the longest time especially eagles games uh, eagles and the packers games it was like i don't even want to go I, I have no interest in looking at the crowd because they're just freaking yeah, <laughs> well, it's like playing away so. yeah well you have the eagles eagles the steelers are two of the best and uh, traveling fans yeah. and yeah. the cowboys look like they got traveling fans but no they just got losers that live in every city <laughs> I think of that every time there's a guy at the Magic Kingdom. I'm not sure where he works, but he drives a big brand-new pickup truck, and he has it totally decked out with Dallas Cowboy stuff. I mean, it's a white truck, blue stars all over it, the back window's done, the whole, I mean, just totally decked out. And, and so. I guarantee the idiot's favorite basketball team is is whoever LeBron plays for. His favorite His favorite baseball team is the Yankees. And his favorite hockey team is the Pittsburgh Penguins or the uh, whoever's winning at at this point. That'd he, probably be the Tampa Bay Lightning. Thank you yeah. very much. So. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but they haven't been. They're not like the Penguins are more. The the Tampa Bay Lightning aren't that cliche team, if you get what I'm saying. Like no, the Lakers, well, they're they're, yeah. they're they're still new. I mean, yeah. we're only a 20 year old expansion team, so we don't have the longevity. Exactly. But right now, I mean. Uh, yeah, but yeah, right now they're building a pretty damn good dynasty. So. Yeah, I knew a guy growing up that was a Cowboys, Montreal Canadiens, Lakers, and Yankees fan. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> how could you even hang out with him? Yeah, you can't I, take I, somebody like that seriously. We knew I mean, him. I didn't hang. We we hung out with him because he was in like part of the crowd, but he was never my friend. If you follow yeah. him, he's just a moron. But anyhow, I, I think but, we rambled enough. <laughs> yes, you go home, John. Peace and love, peace and love. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you soon. Say goodbye, John. Bye-bye, folks, and fold your strollers. Yes, fold your strollers. Bye. That's it, guys. We're going to hop off our stools and pay our tabs and get on out of here. If you guys could, could you please head over to iTunes if you enjoy the show and leave us a review. We'd really appreciate it. Even if you don't, we'd really appreciate it. Also, you can head over to Twitter and find John at Beer Solo. You can find me at Grumpy6767. You can find us both at WDW Main Street on Twitter and Facebook. Also, head over to Podbeam and check out WDW Main Street and you can find all our sponsors there. Everybody be kind to one another. We will talk to you real soon. Bye, guys.